0: Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on March 26th for the Mass of Christian Burial of Edward Kwan at St. Patrick Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. Continued prayers and condolences to the family of Ed as they grieve his loss. Prayers also for Ed that he may enter the kingdom of heaven and the everlasting joy of Christ. Thank you for listening. On this occasion, I know two things to be true uh, with, uh, with little doubt uh, in my mind. That Ed's suffering is recognized by Christ. The, the, the amount of, of difficulty that he had, especially there at the, the end of his life, is, is seen and, and known and felt and realized both in, in Christ and his, his great love for all of us. And two, Betty, that your uh, dedication, as we read in our our second uh, reading, that uh, love endures all things. And so your endurance through this time of of trial, your dedication to it, your great love for him, uh, is also known by Christ. That that has been seen and witnessed his grace uh, effective in your life in that way to give you the strength to continue to have have cared for him and that strength that same grace will be present to you and your family as you grieve his loss. On the occasion in which I had to uh, to visit Ed my my only time that I, I ever got to, to meet him uh, was to anoint him to uh, uh, to uh, offer him the apostolic pardon removing uh, all, all uh, pain of, of sin and to, to also offer him viaticum, which he uh, received numerous times afterwards, uh, thanks to, to the dedication of our uh, home ministry uh, team that has visited you all so often. A viaticum being food for the journey. And so every time that uh, in Ed's final uh, weeks and months, that every time he received the Eucharist, he was being prepared for that ch- final journey. Uh, to our Father in Heaven. And on that occasion which I had to, to, to visit Ed, I was given very careful instruction, which I'm very uh, glad for, because otherwise I would not have known to, to go to the, the head of the bed uh, to be able to look into Ed's eyes. And at the moment of, of looking into his eyes, this very uh, same theological concept that I'm about to describe came to my mind at that time. Now it's a little heady, but there's a reason for it. So in seminary, we we learned that a person's suffering is recognized in heaven. We will be able to look at one another, look at the souls of those who have, have gone before us, those those souls in perfect harmony with Christ in heaven, and we will be able to recognize the suffering that they endured. We will be able to tell that the blind were blind, we will be able to tell that the lame were lame, Um, but they won't carry with them the effects of that suffering. Like those who who spend their lives in a wheelchair won't have the wheelchair, but by the sight of them, by our interaction with them, we will know of their years of, of difficulty in that wheelchair. And how much that can be said uh, for, for Ed, how much he will be and is free of everything that held him back. And yet to look at him uh, and to look at him for, for all of eternity, that which he has endured will be noticed and, and understood by us. So that there's the lingering grace and glory that, that exists from our suffering but no longer the pain and the enduring of that, if that makes sense. And how do we know this? How do we know this very kind of lofty uh, reality? Well, when Christ came to that upper room where he had celebrated the Last Supper, he showed Him, them his hands and his side and said, put your finger in the holes in my hands and your hand into my side. And Thomas, well, he gets kind of a bad rap for that. He doubts. He doubts Christ having come, and so, and we hear of him also here in our gospel. You know, Lord, we do not know the way. How are we to know where to go? And Christ reassures him, Thomas, you do know the way, because he is the way. And so Thomas, his doubting of that reality, that Christ's great suffering could also be glorified, is realized in the the fact that the holes remain in the palms of Christ's hands but he no longer suffers that great pain that he endured in that that the visible reality of our suffering is still known uh, to uh, to those who interact with us and so we uh, we know that that Ed's soul is is glorified through that We gather together today to uh, to pray for one another, to honor this great dedication uh, that the two of you have had throughout these years for one another, and to be inspired by that, that Ed's life had meaning. Ed's life, through that pain, through that suffering, had meaning. I can't classify or clarify exactly what that means, what God's plan was throughout all of that I, I I'm not I'm not capable of that. but I do know that what it all boils down to, what it comes down to in the end is love. It was an opportunity as difficult as it was. It was an opportunity to love, to see love in action, to have uh, your witness before us and so we, we are grateful for that. We are grateful for Ed's life as as difficult as it was especially there at the end and for for all of those who witnessed that great love. We are all better for that each and every one who has interacted with you and your family in these final in these final years, these final months. Let us support the family, let us support those who mourn Ed's loss and let us never forget that great example of love. Both in this uh, couple, but also that great sign of love that was expressed on the cross. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.